All wings report in. House dog, standing by. Mother goose, standing by. Lock S foils in attack position. Animal Squadron ready for battle. Hello there, and welcome to Animal Squadron. I'm your host, House Dog, and with me, as always, my favorite person to fly around this snowy, snowy, and quite cheerful galaxy, Mother Goose. I forgot your name there for a second. Shame, shame. And on life day of all things. I'm sorry, I'm just... I, I got so excited with thinking about the traditions and the excitement of... Th this is our very first holiday episode. This is our very first holiday episode. Tis the season. It really is. I'm just... I'm excited. I don't get to be home for the holidays, so... Uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff like that really uh, don't mean much to me anymore, but this has brightened my uh, holiday outlook, this episode. I've been looking forward to it. It's been a dream of mine. I convinced Elijah to do it. He's a bit of a Scrooge. I'm really the holly jolly one. I have no idea what you're talking about. I had to talk you into this episode, sir. And then... You said, it's all up to you. Shame, shame. That is true, everyone listening right now. Um, this episode's not going to be like our normal episodes where we literally go bit by bit through the um, program, whether it's Mando or uh, one of the main films. We're just flying by the, the seat of our pants, or should I say the seat of our sleigh? Yeah. And you know what? It's gonna be great. It is, because this this holiday special, the Lego Star Wars holiday special, is just... It's fun! It's just... It it's is. a great time! It's, it is. Now, there is something that did make me mad, but we'll get to that... We'll get to that soon. Okay. I like... I like it because... Excuse me, sorry everybody. Um They did it like a classic holiday special like Rudolph or something. With you know right, Yoda right. narrating the line as though he's the, the Christmas narrator. You know, with like a Christmas KO or like I said, Rudolph. It Right. It's fun. I love it. It it was it was really great. So uh what were your expectations? Like are Maybe expectations or hopes or just thoughts before you watched it. I'm going to be honest. I waited all night for it to come out. I remember you and I, it was it was the day we were recording uh, episode six, which is Am The Mandalorian episode one. And I remember after us recording, you just telling me how excited you were to watch it. Yeah, I was. I totally stayed up for it. I mean, I have to stay up anyways. But I I was like, I'm totally going to watch this holiday special, even though I know it's only like 45 minutes long and it's a children's show. I don't care. It's going to be fun. So I was just... And I honestly, I had... To answer your question, I had no expectations for it. Um, I didn't have, like, high 
hopes that it would just be like this amazing thing. I just wanted it to be fun and have a good time. And I did. Yeah. And I, I'll say I had a really good time with it too. Now, uh, so I'm going to talk about this first because it's shown very early on in the episode. Uh, or I guess in the holiday special. So, um, I was very disappointed and okay this i was excited but i was also disappointed because in this we get to see finn training to become a jedi which i i love uh he should have been a jedi from the beginning and i'm just really excited to see that even though it's the lego holiday special and it's not canon i think there are things we could take out of it like finn training to be a jedi but I was extremely disappointed because we should have gotten that in the sequel trilogy. Well, Elijah, you know what we say here on the show. If that's your if canon, <laughs> that's your canon. If it, that's your canon, that's your canon. True. And so, um, I don't know. I was, I was kind of disappointed. I'm not going to lie when I saw that. Not because, not because I don't want him to be a Jedi the exact opposite like i do want him to be a jedi and i just feel really bad for john baega because they really marketed him in the first film as going to be this jedi and then he never got to really be a jedi but now the sequel trilogy's done and if i remember right that's not even his voice actor or he's no, not voice acting it so he it, it's not he never got to be jedi finn and that just kind of makes me sad but that is a much bigger topic that we'll have to wait until we get to the sequels. Yes, much bigger topic. But Because I have many words to say on that subject as well. Yeah, but it's literally like the first thing, it's one of the first things we see in this Star Wars holiday special, so I was just like, you know what, let's just talk about it, let's get out, let's get it out, and then we can move forward. Right, this, this whole adventure of... We we have this whole cast of, you know, Poe's there, Rose is there, Finn's there, Chewie, uh, Dio, the little droid that they meet in the last movie, and of right. course BB-8, and it's all about, you know, they're trying to get ready for life day, and it's just, it's a whole lot of fun. Ray's struggling with trying to, to train Finn and doesn't understand how. It's just this right. really fun adventure. And I think that makes sense, you know, um, she didn't really get a lot of training from Luke. He wasn't the best teacher, um, at least at first. And so it kind of makes sense that she wouldn't, she'd be a little uneasy about teaching Finn. Right. I also forgot to mention that C-3PO and R2-D2 are there, of course. They are there. And, okay... I think this is really, really dumb, but I think my favorite part of this episode, or this holiday special, was R2-D2 carving the Gonk ice statue. I mean, Gonk is, is one of our heroes. We stand Gonk. Almost as much as Clone Wars. Almost as much as Clone Wars. Not... Not close to episode three, but almost. It it's very 
very close to the same level. Very close. Um, have okay, you me... have you watched any of the other um, like Lego specials or like Lego I have... uh, like Star Wars stuff? I have not, uh, but I would like to. How are they? It's, it's a lot of fun. There are like the Freemaker um, adventures. I've watched those before. Uh-huh. It's it's really good to just have something on in the background while you're like, you know, cleaning up or just trying to like do something and just have on in the background. Right. There's a lot of really funny jokes and a lot of stuff that they like they make fun of in Star Wars with the Lego um Star Wars stuff that I really like. And they they did it in this episode too. Uh like in all of the Lego stuff with Vader and the Emperor. Like, there's uh-huh. always uh, Vader being treated, like, terribly by the Emperor. Yeah. And for me, the Lego Star Wars stuff is always fun because it's it's Star Wars not taking itself so seriously. Right, right. Even though it, I don't think it's one of those shows that does take it super seriously, if that makes sense. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. But of course in the the world of Lego, they just like let everything go completely and it's just a fun time. Like I would I would recommend this um this holiday special to anyone, young or old. Yeah. It's a it's a good time. It it's a fun watch. And um something I one of my notes that I wrote down, um is that this is it's a great way to look back on the entire series because uh you know we've got ray time jumping around to a lot of great moments throughout the series right that's the the whole catch of this show is she she's in search of this magic crystal that takes her back in time to these really key points in the star wars universe and right she gets to to look at them from uh, the outside in and also you know like bring up a bunch of uh of course trouble ensues but it's it's just a great time because we get to see those key moments in the movies but they're a little more comical of course because it is like a kid's show right but they're also a lot of fun um okay so here's a question what was your favorite moment from the holiday special? If I said the whole thing, <laughs> it would sound it would sound sad. Uh, hmm. I really love the episode two elevator scene. Yeah, I enjoyed that part. Uh. Pretty much any scene that has Vader and the Emperor in it together and them having dialogue. Yeah. And then the Emperor's like whole idea of just getting rid of Vader and replacing him with Kylo Ren. <laughs> right. And then switching to Rey at the very end. You could be my new new apprentice. Right. It's just things like that. And, like, how how the Emperor was, like, stressed out, like, oh, is Supreme Leader above Emperor? Right. The, the whole title thing. 
And then right. Since you haven't seen the other Lego stuff, but um, Vader always gives the Emperor like really bad Christmas gifts or birthday Aww. gifts. Or so Empire sweet. Gifts. So whenever yeah. he gives him a mug, that joke has come up before in one of the other uh, Lego Star Wars episodes. Uh-huh. Where he gave him this mug, it said like, uh, in this one it says Galaxy's Best Emperor, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, in one of the other ones, it's like, it's pretty much the same thing, but just a little bit different. So it's one of those, like, one of those jokes that they kept up. One thing I was sad about that did not make it into this special. No Jar Jar Binks. No Jar Jar Binks. And I really this thought he would be in here. I did too. With all the time hopping, I really thought he'd appear. And you know what? This would have been the perfect piece of media to reveal him as a Sith Lord. I guess they just haven't been listening to our podcast, Elijah. I guess not. Why? This is some top-tier stuff here. Why, why isn't Disney listening to us? They really should be. We've got some good ideas. We really do. Uh, so I think my favorite moment is um, Kylo Ren is telling the Emperor about how Vader threw him uh, what was it? Into the... Oh, my mind's going blank. What's it called? House dog. It's a shaft of some sort. Yes. He throws him into the shaft. And then um, Kylo Ren says, and there's no way you're coming back from that. And then kind of looks at the camera. Right, they break the fourth wall. Right, a nod to obviously him coming back in episode nine. Spoilers, sorry. Um, and I, I just I got to the part wrote, where, sorry, I just got to the part where uh, R two D two makes the gonk ice sculpture. We stand gonk. Um, but I literally Continue. wrote, Lego is too meta. <laughs> it really is, but I like how even though you know you said earlier this this special isn't canon, but how on the Millennium Falcon the uh, the Porgs are still living there. Right? Uh, which I think... I like that they're still there. I do too. I think this could segue to our next our next uh, topic. Chewie's family. How exciting was it seeing them again? And I know. The reason I, the reason I said that is because uh, one of the members of his family tried to eat a porg. Yeah, you know those Wookiees, man. Whenever they get hungry, they just can't really focus on anything else. Whenever they get hungry. But it was really nice seeing them come back. Because they were, if I remember right, they their original debut was in the original holiday special, right? It was. Okay, that's what I thought, but I couldn't remember for sure. You know, and I really, I really struggled on... On wondering if we should watch the original holiday special and then watch this one and, and talk about the both of them. But the original holiday special is like two hours long. Yeah, I think we should let we should leave that up to our fans. We'll let you guys decide. Should we review the holiday special or discuss it? 
I, I don't think you can review the original holiday special. I just think you have to watch the holiday special. It's too perfect. Uh, it's it's certainly there. It, it's certainly it, a piece of Star Wars that existed, yes. It certainly exists. That is very true. Have you watched it before? I haven't. I've seen clips of it, but I've never... I think I've seen a lot of it. But it's been in segments. I've never seen it. I've never sat and watched the entire thing. I, um, our boy and our boy T. Nell and myself tried to watch it one time. And I think we got through about 20 minutes of it before it was just like, what is this? I mean, again, this was back in high school, so I probably got pretty bored pretty quick. Well, maybe maybe, we'll maybe just have now to... maybe now I could do the holiday special and just try to enjoy it for what it is. Next time we hang out, we'll just have to sit and watch the holiday special. I, I we'll make a bet promises. out of it. See who I can make, make it longer. Promises. I mean, if that's the case, I'll watch the whole thing, no problem. There we go. Gotcha. How'd you okay. uh, how'd you feel about Lego Poe? He was kind of a crybaby. Um, Poe is like kind of, of a crybaby. That's what I like about Lego is they like take the little things about the characters and just exploit them to the max. Yeah, I think out of all of the characters, he was the least recognizable. Like everyone else, I was like, oh, that's Finn. That's Ray, that's Anakin or Luke, but Poe. I literally had to sit and think, like, who, who is this person? <sighs> and then, okay. then, I mean, then I got it. But okay, all right, Elijah, you're leading this show. What's your What's your next note about the holiday special? <laughs> Okay, yeah. Um, so I thought it was... Okay, how did you feel about Ray leaving while they were trying to set up for the Life Day celebration? Because I... I'm not going to lie, I understand why she did it, but I also thought it was very selfish. I think it's... Without getting like too meta about it, I think it's exactly how... Luke would act and that's kind of the person she bases a lot of her feelings off of so that is true she this is a, this is a conversation for another time but she basically is new Luke I like how he said this was just going to be a fun holiday special and suddenly we're getting way too introspective about way too Lego Star Wars holiday special listen I just want to clarify, I actually really, I know a lot of fans didn't like her, and I feel like some, a lot of it is genuine critique, a lot of it is just people being sexist, um, but I actually really did like, uh, I really did like Ray's character. We can talk about Ray during the sequels. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to Ray during the sequels, but she is the main character of the holiday special, so, you know. <laughs> Here, More there. importantly, 
you asked about, you know, what's my favorite moment of the special. And like yes. I said, I love the whole thing. But Vader meeting Vader on Hoth. That is a very good moment. It's it's so ridiculous. Like, of course, the entire thing is ridiculous. But there's just a lot of love in this special. There really is. I think it's so funny how they go from fighting to, oh, wait, you are me. And then them teaming up. Right, they say the same things, and they're like, it really is you. And then the stormtroopers don't know who to listen to. Right. And then, um, of course, getting okay. to see our boy Mando. Right, That that I did want to bring that up. Uh, we get to see Mando, and we get to see the child, and he's just so cute in Lego as well. I really... I was honestly surprised... That they even uh, included the Mandalorian in this. I was too, but I mean, it's becoming one of Star Wars's best, like sub franchises. If that makes sense, I know there's a better word for it. I'd argue that the Mandalorian is the franchise now. Yes, in current, yeah. The Mandalorian is the future of Star Wars. Ooh. Wait, no. Apparently there's been some leaks about a new trilogy, which we'll have to talk about soon. But <laughs> we'll wait for another time. Um. Okay. How did you feel about the moment where we got... where there were the two clones, and they were talking to each other, and they were like, oh, I was thinking the same thing. You know, sometimes it feels like we're the same person. Whenever they're sitting on the uh, speeder bikes. Yes. I love that so much. That's what I'm saying about Lego. It's just incredibly fun. Yeah. Because it uh, doesn't okay, have so, to be serious. Right. It's just it's just fun. Uh, something I was I wanted to bring up. I'm really glad that they added Rose to it. Uh, because I felt like she really got sidelined in the last movie. And so it's just good to see her again and for her to actually like have lines. Sure. I, I, again, a lot of the things I have to say about some of these characters are just... They're for a bigger episode. They are. Our sequel episodes are going to be long. Just to give you my opinion on it, a lot of the side characters didn't really matter to me. You know what? Because they just didn't have of... enough uh, substance, and that's not their fault. Yeah. But that's and just I'm not going to lie. A lot of the side characters didn't matter to me as well. But I think, just like we got for the original and the prequels, I'm guessing if they don't start over, which I've heard rumors that they might, um, that a lot of these side characters that we don't really get to know a lot about we're going to get expanded media on, and we will start to care about them. Like, think about, uh, like, Kit Fisto when he dies fighting... Um, the Emperor? The Emperor, yes, thank you. Um, when you first see that back in, what was it, 2005, I believe? It's like, okay, that's kind of sad. But then after watching The Clone Wars, it's heartbreaking. Don't bring up my boy Kit Fisto. <laughs> But th that's my whole point, though, is uh, if if Disney does kind of 
stick with their sequel trilogy and not try and uh, either start it over or retcon it heavily. Uh, I've heard rumors for both. I do believe we'll get expanded media that will uh, bring more light to these characters. And, you know, maybe 10 years down the road, we're going to be like, man, I really love that character. And I'm so glad we got this series or this novel or this game or something, you know, to expand right, on who they were. You mentioned novels, and I think those are like Star Wars literature right now. If you're not into it, you should get into it. Because there yeah, is a, uh, a lot. Yeah, and the comics are really good as well. We also get the return of Ben Swolo in we this. Also get the return special. of Ben Swolo. See, it's it's moments like that in this holiday special of ours that I'm like this is just fun. It's just fun. Or like when um, BB-8 and Ray are talking, and she's like, "Just one more, just one more trip." And BB-8 pulls out his arm and kind of like puts it on his hat, on his hip, and has like that sass to him. It's just fun. You like the sassy droids, don't you? Yes, it gives them character. I mean, we we determined in our last episode that you are C-3PO to my R2D2. We have, we have. Um, how did you feel when Vader basically chopped up BB-8? I mean, I'm more of an R2-D2 guy, so I can take or leave BB-8 in normal form or Lego form. True. I'm not gonna lie, I too am a more of an R2 guy. Um, and... But well, okay, I won't get political on us. But I just—it still—it still made me sad when BB-8 died. I mean, as Luke said, no one's ever really gone. No one's really gone. Okay, Especially so in Lego form. I don't know if you heard it, but I made sure to say it in the last episode to make this little connection. But. Uh, I'm sure as you know, but just in case some of our podcast listeners did not know, um, did the Disney Plus version of uh, A New Hope added one extra line of dialogue. There might be more, but there's one one word added um, that was not there before, and that was McClunky as Greedo and Han fire at each other. Um, and I don't know if you noticed House Dog, but as Greedo, well, I guess it's not Greedo, but there's another of his species walking in and they say, McClunky. I feel like I remember that in this special. When does that happen? Okay. So it's, uh, Londo, Londo, I have failed you. Lando walks in, the Jawas walk in, um... Who else? Oh, that girl from episode nine with the helmet. She walks in. Yes. Uh, but there's one. What's Greedo species name? Rodian. Rodian. Yes. There's a Rodian that walks in and they, as they're walking in, they say McClunky. Look at you. But Ryan. I just think, 
I just think it's funny because that definitely that was for the memes because a lot of the Star Wars community, not all, thought it was really stupid and hated the fact that they added that one line in. I didn't care. I thought it was kind of funny. Well, I didn't watch the Disney Plus version of A New Hope, so. Yeah. Greedo, as he shoots, or shoots at Han, says, McClunky, now. I don't know what that means, but okay. I don't either, but the other Rodian said it. (laughs) Okay, so whenever the Emperor has recruited Kylo Ren... Uh-huh. And he asks, he kind of asks Kylo like something along the lines of, "But you would never betray me, right?" And it cuts to the uh, um, Kylo putting the saber through Snoke. Yep. Hmm. Great moment. A Absolutely great moment. Beautiful. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't ask. You'd never betray me. He asks. You'd never throw me down a shaft. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then so there's that kind of like, uh, no, I wouldn't do that. And then, of course, we get Max Rebo. Remind me, who's Max Rebo? Elijah. Who's Max Rebo? I'm sorry. Of the Max Rebo band from from Return of the Jedi. He's the blue little elephant lump thing. Yes. Yes. The one. Yes. Okay. We do get that back. We get some sick Finn karaoke. And off-world Jawas. And off-world Jawas. I like that line. It's it's just goofy enough to to make me happy. It is. Uh, so I think my next note is on Maz and Chewie. Because, you know, we have a lot of references. Like, Maz says, where's my boyfriend? Stuff like that throughout the series. But, like, they literally, like, tackle each other and start rolling on the fo- the floor. It was kind of awkward. But I guess they're officially a couple. I mean... Did did he grab her her rear end like you you noticed in the last episode? Listen, my whole point to bringing that up is I just felt like it was probably really uncomfortable for both of them. Mm. Sure. Sure. Anyway, um, because in in the right, I guess not the Rise of Skywalker. Well, maybe, but throughout the sequel trilogy, Maz makes comments about it. But I never I. I don't think it was shown, and I could definitely be wrong, I don't think it was shown how Chewie felt about Maz. Um, so just to have that kind of confirm that he has feelings for her too was very interesting. Even if it is just in Lego form? Even if it's just in Lego form, because like I said, um, what's the term? I think it's like, uh, I would not consider this canon, but it's like second tier canon, maybe, where uh, as long as uh, you can consider certain things canon inside of it, as long as it doesn't contradict the original the source material, film. but it's not. Right. Yeah. But it's not necessarily canon itself. 
I mean, I already told you about how I feel with however people want to feel about any type of media that has the word Star Wars in it. If that's your canon, that's your canon. Exactly. Whatever makes you happy. I'm down to really talk about this as long as you want, but I think the last thing I really wrote was, why were the lightsaber battles better here than they were in the sequels? Wow, throwing some real heat there. (laughs) Throwing some real heat. Some shade. I I would say so. <sighs> Wait, you sorry, say that again? I just we have so many feelings about the sequels. Those are gonna be some tough episodes. Yeah. Those might have to be two parters as well. Especially episode eight, because I feel like you and I I feel like have very similar thoughts on seven and nine, but are v- I feel like we have very Differing thoughts on eight. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I I think out of those three films, I've seen The Force Awakens the most. Yeah? I, I, I think so. I've definitely only seen the last one maybe once or twice. Yeah. No, I, I'm the same way. I've seen The Force Awakens the most. I've watched The Last Jedi, I think, three times. And then the Rise of Skywalker once or twice. Uh, um, anyway, be looking forward to those episodes because they're going to get real deep. I don't... I don't know. I just... Ooh. Holiday special was fun. <laughs> holiday special was so fun. And to bring it back to the... Um, Back to it. I literally wrote, not Yoda Christmas caroling Ray. <laughs> literally, Ghost Yoda shows up and was like, hey, you're missing the point, and Christmas carols her. I liked it, though. It was it I liked it, too. a Christmas story. I thought it was so funny. The second he took her to... <laughs> the second he took her to the ship... I was like, oh, Yoda, you mad lad. Right. He, <laughs> so he funny. of Christmas pastor and Christmas present. Yeah. Um, And then how did you feel about Yoda in his uh, ugly Christmas sweater at the end? I love it. I did too. We need more Yoda in ugly, ugly Christmas sweaters. I honestly don't have a bad thing to say about this special. It was... It was so much fun. I don't either. I genuinely really enjoyed it. It was it was everything I wanted it to be without knowing that I wanted this. Yeah. Okay. Um so here I think I've got one last question. How did you feel about uh the time travel aspect? Since it's Literally, since it's Lego and it really has no bearing on anything, I'm fine with it. I I am too. Now I, now I'm pretty sure I'm I think, wrong. I think it works perfectly to do a whole Christmas like story and learning the moral of 
um, really like listening to whoever you're trying to help instead of using your feelings and not looking at right. it from their point of view. Right. And like also being not so caught up in what you're doing that you accidentally hurt someone else's feelings. Right. Um, no, I, I didn't mind it. Now, I had to look it up because there's some sci-fi writer, either film or novels, who said, I will, never let, I will never let time travel into my series because it doesn't fit with the series. Now, I had thought when I first watched the Lego holiday special, whenever it came out, um, that that was George Lucas. And so I was a little mad at first. I was like, ah, George Lucas didn't want time travel in Star Wars. And then I looked it up and I realized it's it's not him. It was a different author. Well, now I'm interested. Who was it? I don't know. I couldn't. I'm sure, I'm sure I could find it at some point, but um, I just looked up if George Lucas had said it and nothing came up. I mean, I guess so there's a possibility me- he... You give me this whole story, and then you don't even have any real substance to it. Okay, will you talk about something about the Lego special while I look it up? Yeah, so I'm looking it up right now, and I'm not finding a definitive answer, so I'm sure I will find it, but it might take me a while to search it down, because I, I was watching a video clip. It was like an interview of some writer... And then basically going on about how they don't want sci-fi because it or time travel because it wouldn't fit in their narrative for their story. And I really thought it was George Lucas, but I guess I guess it. I'm pr- pretty sure it's not him. I mean, I guess there's. I haven't found proof that it's for sure not him, but I'm like 99% sure it wasn't him who said it. Now, well, House Dog, um, I've really enjoyed talking about the holiday special. Before we move on to our question of the day, do you have anything else you want to add about it? Just watch it. If you have kids, definitely watch it. If you don't have kids, definitely watch it with whoever you have this holiday season. It is very, very good. Oh, okay. I have two more minor points. Um, Share them. One. Share them. We Tell gotta me. see pod racing I to, again. I, I need to know. Yes, we did get to see we pod racing. We stand pod again. racing. Um, Is that like also, your new catchphrase? We stand, yes. It'll be gone in a week, probably. Tell um, me your second point. Okay, how did you feel about the the battle on Tatooine with the forces of light and dark from across time and space. My favorite one was the fact that there was half of Darth Maul crawling across the battlefield. <laughs> Me too. I love that. It was so funny. I think they went with the right choice on that one. I think so as well. Well, House Dog, are you ready for our question of the week? I'm ready for the question of the week. Tell me. Tell me now. Okay, this question comes from Apple Juice. Apple Juice, once again, thank you for sending in your Star Wars-related question. If you would like to be featured in a future episode of Animal Squadron where we answer 
your Star Wars related questions, you can send those to animalsquadron at gmail.com. Again, that is animalsquadron at gmail.com. Okay, so the question is, if you had a chance to change one thing from any Star Wars movie, what would it be? Apple juice asks hard questions, and I don't think Apple about juice, them before because I don't they know are the hard questions, questions before. But they are good questions. Would you like me to go first? Please do, like everything. Okay. Now, I'm going to get into. I'm Just go get to the sequels. This. We know you're going to the sequels. <laughs> Just go. Yes, we'll talk about this more when we get to the sequels. But I remember. This is the one reason, the the main reason that I don't like the sequels, and it was from the crawl of Episode Seven, where it says that Luke is the last Jedi, and it was at that moment that I realized that the sequels were just going to be a soft reboot of the original trilogy, and that just made me really, really sad. So even though even if the sequels were still a just soft reboot of the original trilogy, like if I could just change one thing out of them, I would change the fact that the Jedi got purged a second time. I would have, I just wanted so badly to see Luke's Jedi Order, to see how far they'd come, to see the Jedi Order in a place where they weren't a place where they were good and they were balanced in the force again. Uh, it just made me really sad we never got to see that. Uh, so that's my one thing I would change. How about you, House Dog? Well, you could argue that they were never really balanced because even Luke himself, the new Grand Master of the New Jedi Order, tried to kill his own nephew, so... Yeah. Yeah. See, this is why I like you to go first, so I can poke holes in everything that you say true no i don't think here's the thing i don't think we got a balanced jedi order even when he had a jedi order i i think it was just a carbon copy of the jedi order we saw in uh the prequels they were probably flawed i mean luke in episode 8 basically goes on about how the jedi need to die which to me means he didn't really change anything, so his Jedi Order was probably maybe not as flawed, but probably still pretty flawed like the original. So you're probably right, House Dog. But my whole point to that was I would have liked to have seen a Jedi, a balanced Jedi Order. If that's your wish, that's your wish. That is my wish. How about you, House Dog? Oh, there's so many things. And it's hard to limit to just one thing. I mean, if it's one thing, episode nine in its entirety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if we can even go that far, I would just say this the sequel trilogy in its entirety. We should have gotten George Lucas's outline. Have you have you heard about George Lucas's outline? I've heard of a lot of different ones. And okay. I think so, where th where things really derailed was the middle episode. Episode I'm not, 8. I'm not, I'm not throwing hate on Ryan Johnson. 
It's I just will. wow. I'm just kidding. I it's just whenever I, you look at the two movies that JJ did and you look at the one that Ryan Johnson did, they're they're completely different stories. And I think they tried very to disconnected. They tried to do you know go with the same formula that they did whenever you know they did um, the original trilogy, where not all of them were done by George. Right. Which or at least directed worked, by George. Right. Which worked for the original trilogy because George, even though he didn't direct every single one, he was still a major part of the production. While J.J. Abrams really had nothing to do with episode eight. I mean, I. it's still George's franchise. I don't think he's out of the loop on anything right that was my whole point for i don't know how much sway he gets anymore no i don't think he gets i don't think he gets any um anyway i mean whenever you think of mandalorian but that may just be because filoni dave filoni recognizes and john favreau not gonna leave him out they recognize that, right. you know, this is George's baby. And they respect that, yeah. Okay, so, but if there was just... So, changing an entire trilogy is kind of a big thing. If there was just one thing from, like, one movie you could change. Aspects about Luke's story in episode yeah, 8. Yeah, for... In episode 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely agree. And that's that's all I'm gonna say about that because we'll get into it in a whole lot more detail later. We we will we will. Well, this has been fun. I really have enjoyed talking about the Lego Star Wars special. No, it's just something I wanted to do. Something really laid back for everybody to just, you know, if you're hanging around on. The holidays on Christmas or whatever holiday you're celebrating this season, whether it be Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, name some other ones. I don't. Boxing I'm, Day? Uh, New, New Year's? Maybe they celebrate Life Day. If you well, celebrate Life, Life Day, already please come write gone. in and tell us. Life Day's already come and gone. Okay, true. But that doesn't mean they didn't celebrate it, though. That's true. This could be a late celebration episode for you, even though this special kind of heavily implies that it's a Christmas special. True. Yeah, there is a But tree. one last question for you, my good friend. Okay. Will this movie now... Well, it's not really long enough to be a new movie, but will this special be a part of your holiday-watching traditions from now on? It just might. It just might. I don't have a lot of holiday movies I watch yearly. Um, Elf is definitely one, but of course. I just might have to make it one of my holiday movies. How about you, House Dog? Of course. You know that I inject pretty much anything Star Wars. I mainline it into my little Star Wars addicted veins <laughs> at any chance I yep. get. Very true. Very true. And I love it. I don't regret it for Good a second. Good for you. 
It's sick. It's an addiction, but I don't care. It's what I want. Well, what a great way to end the episode. I mean, we go from happy holidays to talking about mainlining drugs, so... Yep. I think we should Nothing says happy holidays like that. Elijah, play us out of here, my good friend. Okay, well, if you would like to follow me, you could find me... Uh, if you just YouTube or TikTok, just look up uh, Mother Goose 27 You can find me there. If you want to find any of my other social media, that's my Discord, my Reddit, my Instagram, and my Twitter. All of those links are in my About page on my YouTube channel. House Dog, you want to tell everybody what they can look forward to next time? I mean, it's either going to be another movie or the Mando. We don't even know yet. Pr- yeah, so it'll be either... Um, episode 5 The Empire Strikes Back or The Mandalorian Chapter 2 either way it's gonna be a good time well, it's a surprise it's like a little Christmas gift you guys can wherever you listen to our podcast just open it up and it'll be a surprise it will be so I guess I guess it's time to go we'll, I guess we'll see you guys next year Yeah, we will see you guys next year. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Animal Squadron Podcast. We really appreciate each and every single one of you. For the Animal Squadron, I am Mother Goose. And I am the less family-friendly host, House Dog. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Happy Holidays.